This is the final paragraph. Any area that's defined categorically. As if it's also So in other words, it's very simple. Remember, we learned that the concept of is learned from Saita. So any place where you would say that the, a, a Saita would view it as a secluded place to do what she was suspected of doing, that's considered secluded in the sense of being So if it's a Shushadabim for Shabbos, it's for sure not a Shushadabim for Tumah. Now the reverse is not necessarily true. If it's a Shushadabim for Shabbos, it's for sure a Shushadabim for Tumah. Now the question is, is the reverse true? We'll see there's plenty of places that are not considered Shushadabim for Shabbos, but they are Shushadabim for Tumah, as we'll see. So number one, if it's a Shushadabim as far as Shabbos is concerned, it's definitely a Shushadabim for Tumah. How about the four Amis, the close, close to the Rosh Hashanah, you know, the, the gutter of the street, if you will. That's not a Rosh for Shabbos. But as far as Tumah is concerned, it is considered a Rosh Hashanah, therefore Sveika is Tahar, because it's a public place, and it's not compared to Rosh Hashanah, right? Which is, which is the ocean, the sea. Estevanius is like a very funny word. Uh, it's a Greek word. Apparently, describes it as a, a covered walkway. It means it's like a place where it's like an alley close to Shushadabim, like set off from the main street, set off, set off by posts. And over there, they would have way, um, uh, vendors with their selling their stuff. So, that's considered Shushadabim for Tumma. Again, because we learned the Shushadabim of Tumma from where? From Saita. So, the Saita is suspected of being in a place, being secluded. It wasn't over there. It was a place that's much more secluded. So, therefore, as far as Tumma is concerned, it's not Shushadabim. Days. Gimel. Thank you. Gimel. Gimel. Despite the fact that the R as far as Shabbos is concerned, nevertheless, for Tumah, they're not secluded enough to be considered Rosh Hashanah, and therefore they are Rosh Hashanah. The, 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 the paths that are, that are clear that people carry the produce to these to the, to this, different kinds of pits and wine presses. So they were, technically speaking, secluded, uh, or there was like walls on four sides to the point that you would say it's a Rosh Hashanah, as far as Shabbos is concerned, but it was very well uh, populated, especially when they were pressing and working in the fields, and therefore it's considered a public place as far as Tumba is concerned. Vabika, a valley, like a large field flat area, like a big plain. During the summer season, when everyone's busy in the field, harvesting the wheat, but it has like some kind of fence around it, that's where Shashiach as far as Shabbos is concerned. But again, regarding Tumba, it's not. It's a lot of people hanging around. Uva silki malachim, a king-like building. The word, the word silky is an interesting type of word, but what it means is a very, very large building where the, the king could put the people of his, uh, his, uh, his entourage. A lot of openings of Shabbim. So therefore, it's a very, you know, very populated place. Think of a hotel lobby, right? Technically speaking, it's Shushayachim for Shabbos, but it's not a secluded place. So as far as Tum is concerned, it's not a Shushayachim. Another interesting word. It's a large building, has two doors and one on either side, so people can use it as a big shortcut. You know, King's County Hospital, like a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a library there where you can, you can cut through and not have to walk all the way to the other street over there if you're going from, from Carnites to, to Downstate. I know, Akitsa, so these like, are like areas that are technically speaking indoors, but they're also very well populated. Again, a chatzer where people go out going on one side out the other side. So it's very well populated. You have these paths that go down to the river or to the sea. 
despite the fact that there's a wall on either side. So again, it's a Rishishiyachi into the Shabbos, but not for Tumah. But many people use it to go down and go up. Um, like a platform or a pillar. Or a bathhouse. Uh, again, despite the fact that technically speaking, it's for Shabbos, but for Tumah, it's because it's a place people go. It's a very, it's a very well, uh, it's, not, it's not a private area. The whole Azor in the Besam Migdosh, again, it's for Shabbos, but as far as Tumah goes, it's a Rishon Shabbos. The Pirish of Meshnai Shabbos says, not just Azor, but even like the little, all kinds of chambers they had, the Lishkis, yeah, that, that, it's, all, it's all considered Rishon Shabbos for Tumah. Gimel, Ganes, Dalit, sorry, Ganes here, Gagois, no. But me it says Ganois, but you're right, the English says roofs, so it means Gagois, it's a bad mistake, okay. Gagois here, the walls of the city. Not, not, not the wall. What's that? What's the first one by you? With the, with the Gimel? Yeah. What does the English say? Roofs or gardens? Roofs. Okay, so it's, probably, it's supposed to be Gagois. Okay, good. Gagois here, apparently they have these wall, roofs of the city. That the paths of the city go on the roof. In other words, he says in the horror over here that the cities back then were built like on layers. It's very interesting how you had like a like a lower layer, like the like the lower city and the upper city. So you always imagine that it's like a city built on a, into a mountain, the marshal. But I could say the lower city, the lower floor of the city, Kaviyachol, the roof is the road for the upper city. So yeah, okay. So you have these these walls in the city that the city road passes on top of the roof. Now again, when I tell you the roof is just when you have a, a, a structure dal by dalid. You view it as if the walls transcend. So if this was a, if this was a house, the roof even has no, no, no it has no fence. It's technically just yachid. Yeah. So so therefore you view the walls as if they go up. And it, as far as Shabbos is concerned, it's just yachid. But as far as Tumah is concerned, it's a very public area. Hey, Gina, a garden. Here we go. Yeah. If it's a garden, and it's a garden that that there's there's a fence and there's, there's, you know the signs says keep out. If there's no such kind of guarding, I don't know if guarding means a person or means some kind of some kind of official, you know, thing that says private property. Exactly. Don't try. Don't trespassing. Yeah. If not, then people will go in if there's no with no sign. There's no person, no guarding. The chain basilica gedayla again. This big, massive building we described. When it's open, in other words, when the doors are open, and it's therefore it's easy. Uh, apparently, the daytime they would open and people would go back, go through. When they close the doors, and Shabbos. Why? Because then it was much. If it was closed, it wasn't so easy going in and out. So it wasn't as well populated. And therefore, as far as Tumah is concerned, so the same building could change status. Day, daytime is Shabbos, at nighttime Yeah, if they, if, they, if, they, if they start guarding it, yeah, true. Okay, you have a valley, like a large field area. That's surrounded with the fence. So in the summertime, it's the Shabbos Of course, it's Rishiyach the Shabbos. It has a fence, but also so Rishiyach of the Tuma. I'm sorry. What did I say? I said Chama. Yeah. In the winter time, there's no harvesting. There's just seeds that are planted. There's no reason to go there. You're not supposed to go because you're going to ruin the seeds that have been planted. You're going to you can trample them. So therefore, it's considered Rosh Hashanah, it's secluded. This is a very interesting halacha, I'll tell you why in a second. If, it's, there's, no, if there's no fence around it, 
for Tuba, it's still Rosh Hashiyachet because nobody goes there. There's no reason to go there. It's considered a deserted area. Rosh Hashiyachet, it's not considered Rosh Hashiyachet. There's no fence. So what's the difference between whether this, this, this valley in the wintertime has a fence or not? Shabbos. There's no difference. Why is Rosh telling us over here? There's din in the Tuba Tara. It's not, it's a Shabbos, it's a Shabbos halacha. Okay, Akash. I guess the point is that it doesn't change. You're saying it does change for Shabbos, not for Tuba. Okay. However, a valley. Oh, not however. Sorry, sorry. So now, now the summertime, it's very different because people are hanging around. Says A valley that the winter passed and it was officially, you know, paskind, if you will, that it is a yachid for toma. When the summer comes, we don't change that law, even though people are hanging out and they're coming and going and cutting the wheat and trying to sell it. Why? I don't have a clarity. I try to understand this halacha, what the reason for this is, but it's a Gemara Bavar Basra, and that's the bottom line. The Elohim Vaisachama, what exactly is the, how you define summer and winter as far as halachas of Tumatargo? Once you uproot the wheat, you start cutting the wheat, that is considered uh, 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 summertime. Um, uh, um, People don't go there. The, yeah, right. When does the winter start? Once the second rain comes. Some places define this as like Rejchav Gimel Kislev. excuse me. And some places it says it means Rejchav Kislev. But that's considered the second, the second rain date. It's the normal date of the second rain. Bein ha'igulim b'shalnav mezugin. Okay, now the Rambam says new date. Bein ha'igulim b'shalnav mezugin. The area between where you have the grapes in barrels, and the and the place where they're they're. So you have them in barrels. You take them out and you press them. Then you, after you squeeze them out, you put them into like all these uh, shmush grapes in another area. So you have the barrel over here, you have the wine press over here, and then you have this uh, the depository over here where they save them for uh, compost, I guess. So the area between them, because people are very much working back and forth and with the grapes. Zayin. This last line of Lacha Vav is about the grapes. The Chari belongs in Lacha Zayin because he starts talking about grapes now. So, all right. You see, the, the whole break of, of the halachas in the Rambam, different, different kisvayad, it's, it's, it's different, it's very interesting. You look at different kisvayas. Okay. And it's important to know because sometimes the Rambam is very medayak when he broke the halachas. You have to, you want to, you want to, okay. You have a vineyard that's in front of the people who are cutting the, cutting the, uh, harvesting the grapes. So they're harvesting. You have the area in front of them. They didn't get to it yet. So they started on the east side, they're moving west. So the area, the area where they didn't get to yet is Rosh Hashiyachid. No one's supposed to go there. And if you go there, it's, it's a question on you why, why you're in this guy's vineyard. Look at Gaganif. So therefore, it's Rosh Hashiyachid. The area behind already harvested Rosh Hashiyachid. Because once they harvested already, it's not such a big deal to go there. No one's scared. The poor people are going there, picking up the, right, the, the leket. Yeah, Imasa and leket. And by grapes, you have, you know, you have peya. Oilis, you have oilis and, and, and leket, yeah. Yeah, you have Eilis, Peret. Yeah, you have all four by a vineyard. You have you have you have the the, the, the droppings they forgot, the peya, and you have the strange deformed the, the what do you call the Eilis. That's the ones that are, that are not shaped regularly, and then you have also the the, the peya. Okay, I can see. So uh, the shikha, shikha. Yeah, that applies, I think applies to grapes. Yeah. Good. So lekha shikha peya and Eilis, right? Lekha shikha shikha peya and Eilis. That's that not, all. Not peret. I think peret is oilus is the same thing. It depends what kind of grain, oh. kind of product it peret is. Peret oilus is unique for kerem. Most fields only have like a chicken peya. Regular, and where is the only chicken peya not like it? By other fruits, by other fruit, by about the apple orchard, I think. I recall. Okay, right. 
When is this Shubas man? When do we say it's the area that they already harvested Shushrabim? If there's a two areas, there's an east entrance and a west entrance. So you can go on one side, go on the other side. So it's commonly used as a shortcut. But there's only, but only one side, you can go in and out the same side. It's not as commonly traversed. You go in to get the grapes if you're a poor person. But Stamazay, the rabbin, don't use it as a shortcut. So therefore, it's not as common. It has to have two. Two, two entrances and exits so you can use it as a shortcut to be considered public. Every other location. Except for these ones we just mentioned. If it's considered as far as Shabbos is concerned, it's as far as Tum is concerned. So these other areas that are considered not Rosh Hashanah for Shabbos, perhaps even Rosh Hashanah, but they are Rosh Hashanah for Tum. Excuse me, they are Rosh Hashanah for Tum. All the other places are the same. If, if, if it's Shush Yachid for Shabbos, it's a Shush Yachid for Tumah. There are some places that are not a Shush Yachid for Shabbos, but they are a Shush Yachid for Tumah. Punkt we said till now. They are not considered Shush Yachid, but they are secluded. Despite the fact they don't have the criteria for Shush Yachid, as far as Shabbos goes, they're secluded, and therefore, they're Shush Yachid. Ha'ilon is trees. The Chayrus Shushadabim and the pits of Shushadabim, Afapisha and the Hemer Abba, don't have four, four Amas by four Amas. So that's oh, what not What are you doing there? A good Kasha, but it's considered secluded. Kate, for example, Elon Shuim Shushadabim, you have a tree in Shushadabim. But Tumah Basecha, there's a Tumah, there's a dead body in the tree, let's say, yeah? Or a dead Sheretz. All the Rashi, a guy climbed the tree. Safik Naga, Safik Naga. He's not sure he touched the Tumah or not. Safik I, As far as Shabbos is concerned, a tree is not a Rosh Hashanah. As far as Tumah is concerned, it's considered secluded. A person stuck his hand in a pothole that there's a Tumah inside. Safik Naga, Safik Naga. He's not sure if he touched the Sheretz or the Sheretz or not. Safik Because it's Rosh Hashanah as far as Tumah is concerned, even though it's not considered Rosh Hashanah Shabbos. Tess. Chanus, Shitimeya. You have a store, just Tumah. Okay, there's a store. In the store, there's a dead body. Now this store is open to Shushadabim. The guy is Shushadabim. He doesn't remember, did he walk in the store or not? Or maybe there's an overhang. He's not sure if he went under the overhang. The store is Shushadabim. The whole store is one big Shushadabim. The Shushadabim is, did he go into the Tumah? So the same question, if I'm in Shushadabim, did I touch the Shadrats? If I'm in Shushadabim, did I enter the store? The suffolk of the touching is tar. The suffolk is not what happened in the store. Did you go in the store? Did not go in the store. So you're Rosh Hashanah You may have not gone in the, in the store. But you may have gone in the store. So your suffolk is a suffolk in Rosh Hashanah Abin. you stay two stores. One is a dead body. One does not. For sure went in one of them. The question is, which one did he go into? Now the Suffolk is in the The store is in And he went into the store. So there's no question that he went into Shushiachid. The question is, was it a Tommy Shushiachid? Was it a Tommy Shushiachid? Therefore, Sveikatomi. You have a valley which has many fields in the valley. You have one field which has a grave somewhere. We don't know where. The Achas Tara, another one is Tar. I went into the valley for sure. Then he day in the class of the days of Sunday learning class. I have no idea. Did I go into that field or not? Sveke Tommy. The Suffolk is Tommy because he went to the Rosh Yachid. The question is which one? Because the Suffolk is Rosh Yachid. Even if the Suffolk is, you went into the Rosh Yachid or not. But because you for sure went in, the question is which one? That is considered a Suffolk Rosh Yachid and Tommy. Good. Malcolm Shayyam Rosh Yachid and Nasr Rosh Yachid. Don't, this is very, this is a, this halacha vav and halacha yud are going to seem like a stitter. The Amma says here, a place with Shushi Yachid. But then it became a Shushi Rabbin, right? Like it was very private. They met them all. People started coming. The Nasr Shushi Yachid, yeah. Because she was Shushi Yachid. 
Sorry, Malkam Shushashachid. So it goes back and forth. Whichever it is now, like we said before, that big house. Oh, so at the beginning of the building, we said that goes back and forth. But the Halach of Vav is a unique case with the, with the, with the Bika that once it's uh, wintertime, it stays away in the summertime. And I'm, the question is why it's not clear. Yeah. Yeah. So, so over here he, he says, in the Ram Laam, Okay, basically he doesn't say why. He says that it's not clear why. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, and, and he asks on the first Shah Mishnah, this is a steer in the Mishnah, it seems like. I didn't learn the Mishnah, but it seems like in the Mishnah is cool for the steer. And the first Shah Mishnah don't address it. That's what he says in our Mamma Vinalach in our Mem Gimel. Whatever, okay. The items in they are like a Keta, Cooper, you have a box ten high. Because the box is part of So. Over here, in this case, over here, he's not bechalal sure if he stuck his hand inside. So, see again, you have this box to inside He's not sure bechalal he stuck his hand in the first place. He may have not stuck his hand in. He may have stuck it in. He touched the tomb. He's not sure. But he knows for sure he stuck his hand inside. Like you said, the box is a shushayachit. Now there's something to touch it. Because now there's something to Yeah, thank you for observing that. He has a kafisha, some kind of stone basket. Stone is not makalotuma. You have a, a loaf of truma that's wrapped in paper, which is also not makalotuma. Or even there, some kind of paper wrapping. So it's in this stone basket. It's wrapped in paper, but it's not makalotuma. And this question, did someone else touch it or not? Because the fact that he's carrying on his shoulder on, 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 on the person makes it that's no longer Rosh Hashanah. It's considered to be in its own Rosh Hashanah. Therefore, the suffix is Tomei. Yeah? Well, this thing is a No, it's a lo- loaf of truma, and we have, we're not sure if somebody Tomei touched it or not. Yeah, I'm carrying on my shoulder a, ba- a stone basket wrapped, wrapped, wrapped in paper. So I took a lot of precaution, you see, they shouldn't become tummy. But the fact is, I have a suffix if someone touched it. Because it's on my shoulder, it's not considered Rosh Hashanah. The person is considered a Rosh Hashanah. Somebody happened to stroll by. Right, right, right. I guess, I guess Muslim Zagin, that he, he for sure put his hand in the container. The question is, did he touch it or not? Yeah. Yeah, and therefore it's something which is yach. Good base. Chamer There's a donkey in the street. The donkey stands fucking tall. The two love on the donkey. There's a tummy thing. naga naga. And I'm not sure if I touch the donkey or not. Svegatar, because I'm Rabbim. The question is, did I touch the tomb or not? If I definitely had my hand on the donkey or over the donkey. Safak naga naga. But I'm not sure if I touch the tomb or not. Svegatar because the donkey is just yach. And I'm not sure if I touch the rock or not. Because But if I go on top of the rock, now I'm not sure if I touch the tumor. Well, the rock is, you know, a large rock, and there's a small dead share in the corner, and I'm not sure if I touch it. So over here, what's No, of course not, yeah. But since I'm on top of the rock, it's a soft gush of shiachit. Take a tummy. You give him. 
which are hanging to dry and the person whose tummy passes they move them or not all these cases are considered a suffix in the shushadabim I look at the kid on the father's shoulder why is that different than the kid in the basket on the guy's shoulder the turma I'm not totally sure more chance that he's, he's going to stick his hand in the, 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 the K-wheel over there to see what's in there then he's yeah. going to touch the gate. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.